Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. I am Shannon, here with my good friend, Cassandra Brazier from ClearStep Financial. And uh, just so you know, we are actually going to talk about things that affect you. I'm not just going to use this as my personal time to ask you all my <laughs> questions because she's also my financial advisor. We are going to set up a meeting for me to handle all that That's myself, right. which yes. is what I encourage everybody to do because... Um, now that I've built this relationship with you, Cassandra, not only do we work here, but being able to ask you questions on a regular basis or send you an email, it was one of those things where I wish I had done that sooner in my financial mm-hmm. health journey. And I remember, and this is why I remind everybody that it's not as scary as you think. I remember a financial advisor way back in the day, and I can't even remember their name. But when they started talking to me, I immediately was like, they're just trying to sell me something, and they're going to take my I already don't have any money. They're going to take whatever little money I have. Why am I going to talk to a financial advisor? And that's not what happens when you work with ClearStep Financial at all. Right. It's interesting. And I think I, I agree with you. And I know we talk about this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. When we would joke about Karen and Eden Prairie needs a financial right. advisor too, right? Yes. So it's, we want to work with the people that want to work with us. Yes. And I think sometimes we have that conception that, that we need to have a certain amount of assets or income or whatever it is. And I do get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, how much do we need to have to work with you? And we don't have those stipulations. We we really do want to help people. We want to educate people. We want people to feel confident and secure about what they're doing with their finances. Right. So we've worked with people and continue to from dollar one into their investments could be a Roth like we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. today or it could be right just they're saving for different things or it could be people and and I share this people too could be people that have the multi-millions that we Mm -hmm. sit down with and help them with those aspects of what they need help with so it's everyone in between and we're we really do we enjoy the my talkers that we've worked with it's been it's so much fun and I always get excited about meeting someone new and building those relationships so if you do have questions or you want to sit down with us go to our website clear stepfinancial.com we have a great my talk page so yes. clearstepfinancial.com backs or is it what forward slash boy i feel like my just mom say right slash now. just say slash, slash my talk right easy enough mm-hmm. so and it is always you know uh, as i was articulating before we started the show the difference when i'm working with you is i don't feel like my finances are happening to me mm. it's i am orchestrating them mm-hmm. and that is a Directing. big yes and there's a big difference in the way that that feels because you get really busy and you're mm-hmm. doing these things and you're you know a lot of us are fortunate that we're working again at a capacity that we were before things right. started to like just go into disarray mm-hmm. you know in 2020 and I think people really enjoy that but it is right. also reminding yourself that although some of these career things might be firing back up maybe your home life is still in disarray or things are still in this fluctuating period so knowing that you have somebody that can go okay well this this pillar of the things going on in your life let me help you get this pillar in order Mm -hmm. and then that frees up more time and more mental bandwidth for you to work on the other things that still might be slightly out of your control absolutely and i think we we lived the last couple years in almost a state of emergency right and so i think when when you live that way, the finances aren't necessarily your retirement, right? You're, you're worried about getting toilet paper exactly. and food right. and things mm-hmm. and not dying. Exactly. So if exactly. that's your, your, your reality, which it was for so many mm-hmm. of us for, for a few
few years there, mm-hmm. you might be just finally calming down, right? Or finally getting to a point where you say, okay, and you're trying to dig yourself out, right? right. Of all the other things that we may be left to the wayside. Um, but this is definitely one of those things that if it's been on your mind or on your agenda, uh, it's a great time to get some of that stuff going. And it's, it couldn't be easier, truly. Some of the benefits of going through the last few years is that we we have so much technology that is all streamlined virtually. Right. So it's so easy for people to just get on a computer or a phone call even um, and talk to people or come into the office. You know, those are the benefits of having all those different options. And especially when you're looking at what is the best strategy for you as you're trying to determine how do we work in this? Like today with the fact that we're going to talk about Roths and those type of things. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Like if you would ask me a year and a half ago, if I wanted to talk to you about Ross, I'd have been like, Cassandra, I don't, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even think about that right now. I'm like, really? But now yeah. I'm back to the, you know, being able to feel comfortable enough that I can make choices like, well, yes, inflation is this and blah. And I, you know, I'm paying more for certain things, but I still can adjust to that mm-hmm. in a way. It's plan. still not my you favorite. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So now I can go, where does it fit? for me to go back into filling these buckets and things yep. that we talk about. And so we um, do we need to throughout today, do we need to back up all the way and explain what a Roth is? I know that it's we one of those. Be. Yeah, it's one of those those alphabet soups that we mention a lot, you it, know, kind yep. of thing. And yep. um, I always appreciate the fact that what you do at Clear Step is you demystify <laughs> what all of these things are. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you end up working with people a lot? Oh my gosh, that's probably, that is probably one of the biggest takeaways that I hear people talk about is that now they have a better understanding, I think, and and some education and some confidence and some clarity. Those are some of the biggest things that people talk about and they really appreciate. You broke it down. Now I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, I've heard about this for so long or I've wondered if this is something I should be doing or I didn't know if this was the best place for my money. Those are all very common questions. So if you have some of those concerns, it's very normal to. Right. Um, and then just being able to help people understand what they're doing and what they're looking at and how to get to where they're trying to go. Right. I think those are some of the biggest things. And like you said, but making it where it's so easy to understand because it doesn't have to be complex. It It is complex, yes. but it, it can be easy to understand also because if you can relate it to something that people already understand, People can understand some of these complex concepts then. And I also think it's interesting as you're doing the educational process with your clients at Clear Step Financial that it's realizing that even the alphabet soup of financial terminology updates and changes and evolves mm-hmm. over time. Even mm-hmm. for those of us who are like, hey, I've heard of that before. You're like, well, now it works a little differently. Or now right. here's an additional acronym that goes along that you have to dovetail and, and, and figure all that out. So yes. it does like how much of your day is just educating yourself on all of these things well Mm -hmm. thankfully thankfully Mm -hmm. there's a lot of resources out there for advisors that you know where people are letting you know and you've got news articles and Mm -hmm. um, different compliance people right so and we work with a group also our clear step financial we have a group of advisors so we're constantly out there with feelers making sure that we know what's going on when things are changing and our group is constantly bringing those resources to the table so that we're all on the up and up in any number of areas areas, right? Certainly anything that would impact 
what we do. Right. Well, uh, before we move on to other things, we want to remind people they can be part of the show. They could call us at 651-641-1071. If you have something that's been you've been noodling on, you can get that out of your brain and yes. into the ether and have Cassandra help you with that. We also want to remind everybody, securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. All right. So we are right before, um, like next week, Unless you're going to file an extension or just try and put your head in the sand, you need to file your taxes. <laughs> That's so- <laughs> right. Taxes are coming up. Right, right. And so this is some, some, some. as we were talking about our Roths and our IRAs and other things, just some options, some things that you might want to do now mm-hmm. before you actually file your taxes, yeah, right? there is still time. There mm-hmm. really is. And I'm. we're not giving tax advice no. here. That's not the purpose. So you'd want to talk to your tax person or your advisor and uh, the, I just there's a number of reasons why I think it's great to talk about Roths. Mm-hmm. And it's not too late if you haven't funded one for 2021. That's why we, we did want to get this in here before the tax deadline is. But uh, it's so it's not too late. You have this whole week ahead and mm-hmm. people can get them set up fairly quickly these days. But you would need to jump on it today or tomorrow, at least right. get the process going. Um, but you have uh, you have until the tax deadline and that's for Roths or IRAs. And I, I talk to people when, when we're looking at it, we look at where do you, what do you have now? Mm-hmm. And for most people, the majority of their long-term retirement money, yes. if you can picture that money you're going to live on in retirement at some point, most of that money that people have is in a bucket or it's in an account that will be taxed as income right? When you, when you start taking it out to live on in retirement. So that's anything like your 401ks, your IRAs, pension funds, and so forth. Those are all taxed as income when you pull them out. And so the Roth is in a different tax bucket that does not have income taxes when you pull it out. Typically, right. I say that because there's Typically, all those yeah. stipulations, mm-hmm. but it, it is a pretty, we'll talk about some of those things. Well, before we go to break, let's go ahead and go to the phones. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. Lisa, thank you for calling into the Financial Health and Wealth Show. What's your question for Cassandra? Yeah, so I have two kids, 18 and 21. My 21-year-old is in college, and she has had a summer job that started a 401k process for her. Um, because she's in college, they take her off the rolls um, her money came back to her. We put that in a Roth from listening to some of this kind of stuff. But my 18-year-old yeah. is not going to college. He's just working. And I'm like, how do you – where do you go to just open gotcha. a Roth? Like, mm. you, I, I don't – you know, hers was easy because she was already affiliated with the company and they had access to – their financial thing, but I don't know what you do when you don't have any connection. Yeah. Congratulations on being able to uh, help your kids out with this. Cause yeah. now you're, it sounds like your younger kid is in the same bucket as like a lot of us out there are independent contractory bucket. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so good for, good for your son too, for mm-hmm. working and, and having an income. So there, I mean, there, I know there are places you can go to set them up, but it's, it's very, I mean, I'd be happy to help him get one set up. I've done this mm-hmm. too for other people where they have their kids in high school where they just want to get a Roth set up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you either do it through an advisor, right? If you need help getting that done. Um, I'm, and is there a fee according to that or? The fee is just through, it's just the same fee you'd have with the investments that are out there. So what, okay. how I explain it to people. So if your daughter who had her 401k or if you have a 401k, there's fees inside of those investments that you're in. Those fees get directed to whatever advisor is working with that plan or, or that account. And so that's the same way when we set up a Roth for someone, we're fee based. So the fees inside of those funds that they're invested in just get directed to us as the advisor, if that makes sense. So there's so no, there's no additional Roth, fee. What is, is there a minimum amount of money again that you put in? 
So for it to make sense, you either have usually um, for for a single fund, a lot of fund companies want at least $250 one time, or you could start doing like $50 a month. It's not really a requirement beyond that. You can stop at any time. Um, but that those are just some of kind of the minimum limits to at least get one started. Okay. Perfect. So that makes Excellent. sense. Thank yeah, you if so you much. want to leave your information for Rachel, I'm happy to follow up with you if you want to talk further on that. I will. Thank you. Yeah, and congratulations welcome, again. Lisa. Hanging out with your kids at that age. I wish my mom had been able <laughs> oh, to I wish mine that. had too because I'm in my mid-50s oh. and I'm probably not going to be retiring for like 20 years. You need to talk to Cassandra yeah. about that as well because, I mean, a lot of times I understand what you're saying because I feel like I started a little late, but once you get a plan it's surprising how that helps you manifest getting there sooner. You can so, snowball. Right, yeah. it does. Like, I do feel like we've only been talking, what, four years now? Mm-hmm. And it really does feel like I feel even just a lot more empowered and feel like I'm getting to where I, I thought, where I hoped to be now feels like, oh, no, I know I can achieve mm-hmm. it. And so, yeah, you should talk to her as well, Lisa. It'll be great. Okay, thanks. Thank I'll you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, for, thanks for calling. Thanks. And Rachel, if you can just go ahead and get her information. And we're going to, first, we're going to go to break. And we come back, we're going to dip more into. We got to get into these Roths. All and right. We'll talk about why. And you can also call us at 651 641 1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available as a podcast on MyTalk1071.com. Also reminding you, just go ahead and call. You can call ClearStep Financial at 651-600-0855 or go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com, to go ahead and set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah, absolutely. And All right. Like I said, we can do that virtually, in person. We're doing a lot of both. Yes, yes. Because it is nice just to be able to focus in person, but I also understand mm-hmm. the... The thing, I, as much as I love being in person, the travel time to and from yeah. being in person sometimes is just It is, it's and, just and hard if your days are, I mean, if your time is so packed, right, right. and and you, you try to be as as efficient as you can, gosh, it is it is convenient and mm-hmm. nice and efficient to yes. do virtual. So we're, I mean, we love doing both. Right. So whatever your methodology, whatever works best for you, there are so many options out there when you contact mm-hmm. ClearStep Financial. All right, so down to... You know, we yeah. won't say the wire because that puts too much pressure on you. Right. Hey, you know, we got a deadline coming up. <laughs> we do, right? With taxes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. This is the tax deadline. And that only uh, that only would impact you if you did not contribute or contribute to the maximum of last year for 2021 mm-hmm. for a Roth or an IRA. Now, today we're specifically going to be focusing on Roth IRAs. Okay. And just to, again, give the context, they've been around since 1998. So if you are someone who's closer to retirement I, I sit down with people a lot and they'll they'll say, gosh, I, sh- I wish I would have. Why didn't I get one of these started earlier? Well, they weren't around maybe when you were first starting out. Right. Mm-hmm. And they weren't as popular initially. And so and they have become more popular. And so most people have at least heard of them now. Um, but but it's not like they've been around since like the 70s, right? right? Or the 80s. 401ks only came out in 1981. Mm-hmm. So look how long it's taken for them. And now they're obviously very mainstream. And most people at least have heard of them, right? right? If you don't have two or three. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, you're like, okay, I've heard of that right. particular. Some people yeah. have a collection. Right. <laughs> and then it's all a matter of, okay, I transitioned. How do I get them right. all together? Which is a whole different conversation that we probably need it to is, have as right. well. Mm-hmm. And we help people with that too. But what I would say on the Roths is, um, and again, we're not giving tax advice. But to give the context, mm-hmm. there's three main tax buckets right. on how your money could be taxed. 
And one in, in as far as investments go, one of them is taxable. Mm-hmm. And if you have a taxable account where it's just liquid, where it's invested in any gains you have there, let's say you had 10,000 in an account, it grew by a thousand. So it was 11,000 by the end of the year. In that kind of an account, you'd get a form to use to file your taxes that would say you owe taxes on a thousand on right. the growth, only yes. on the growth. And that's every year. So mm-hmm. that's one type of an account. And it's good. It's good to have some money in that type of an account. We help people get those set up if you don't have one, um, because that's one that you can tap into right. along the way without penalties. So then that the next tax bucket is we call tax deferred, yes. meaning that you get a deduction today on the money you put in. Mm-hmm. And so that could, if you made 100000 and you put 10000 into that type of an account, you would your income would look like 90 okay. right because you get a deduction this year okay when you pull money out of that type of an account though then you pay the taxes on it so All right. you, you're deferring your taxes till later right okay so that's tax deferred that's what a 401k and IRA pension funds 403b's 450 right yes. almost most of the retirement type plans are unless, like that unless you opt to put it in a Roth type bucket or after tax bucket some some fun or some plans call it after tax. Mm-hmm. So it could be called a Roth IRA or a four hundred one Roth four hundred one k. Sorry, okay. or just a regular Roth IRA. So those are all in what's called a tax advantaged bucket, meaning that you take money that you've already paid taxes on. So you pay the taxes this year. So if you made a hundred and you put ten thousand into a Roth type bucket or after tax bucket bucket, you still claim taxes on a hundred. Okay, you don't get a deduction this year. Okay, but when you pull the money out, that's when you don't have the income taxes. Typically, because you already paid typically. it. Typically. Okay. On the principal, you don't. On All the right. principal. So you put that 10000 in, you're not going to have income taxes on that 10000 when you pull it, it out. But if it does well and it grows, you might. Well, so okay. then there's some, there are some, if, if this, right? If it's meant for your retirement, if you leave it in there, you get to 59 and a half mm-hmm. and beyond, and it's been in there more than five years at that point. Right. Then... You do not have the taxes on the growth of it. Okay, all right. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of that. Yeah, the whole right. The Mm -hmm. whole idea of the Roth is is to diversify your tax buckets because again, most people have the majority of their retirement monies in a tax deferred bucket, meaning you're going to pay taxes on all that. So you have to ask yourself a few questions: Do you think taxes are going up or down in the future? Right. If Mm -hmm. you think potentially up then it can be a good idea to diversify. It's not, it may or may not make sense for you though. I'll say that because right. some people, if you're really close to retirement or if your income will likely drastically drop in the next really couple years, yes, you may or may not want to. So it really depends. Sometimes we evaluate that. And there have been some situations where I've looked at people and said, actually, you probably want to keep putting it into maybe the tax deferred bucket because of X, Y, Z. Right. So there are some circumstances too, where that, you know, this isn't general for everyone. It's general, but there's going to be some outliers where it's not going to make sense to do a Roth. Right. For a lot of people, it does. All right. So we only have a minute left. Is that enough time to even start talking about what we want to do with the, the money that's in the Roth? How do we tap into it? This is so many things well, that we could do next with this. Yeah. And, and I want to talk about the contribution limits. We're going to jump into that when we come back because we'll talk about how much can you put in. It depends if you're 50 and older or if you're under 50. There's different limits for that. Mm-hmm. And like Lisa called up about, you can, your kids 
can start Roths as well if mm-hmm. they're working, if they have income. In fact, I even knew there was a, a baby that I knew of early on that was like on one of the diaper boxes, oh, right? Yes. That mm-hmm. had earned income. Right. Well, she put it into a Roth, <laughs> right? That's a great so idea. So there are ways, even as babies sometimes, that babies earn income. Yes. Um, and those can be set up for the long term for them too. Right. So, um, there's different ways, too, like I said, that kids can contribute to Roths and have earned income right. along the way. And hopefully they are teaching them some good lessons. We are mm-hmm. not encouraging everybody out there because I have those friends, too. Hey, man, if your baby's not going to work right now, there's nothing wrong with your baby. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> we like your baby, too. Right? And have fun with their shapes exactly. and colors. Exactly. Not still, every baby needs to be. Them. Exactly. Not everybody needs to be a star. But when you get back, we're going to give you some more great information and demystifying Roth IRAs here on the Financial Health Show. Financial Health and Wealth Show. To the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available on MyTalk1071.com as a podcast. If we move kind of quick, which we do sometimes. Sometimes. Can I, uh, I should have asked you about this in the break because you might not know the answer to this. It's a silly question. But put you on the spot. Exactly. So maybe, but you have a bunch of notes over there. Maybe it's in there. Why is it called a Roth? Oh, I'm trying to remember. I See? think I knew this at once. I think it well for it's with a really a just of, a, with a, a lot fun of fact tax thing. with a lot of tax uh, name you know names of different plans. I I believe it's the person who kind of came came up, up with it. it. I think mm-hmm. that was their last name. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Right. I should find. I should have known that. Gosh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, that's why I'm like it's a good question, but it's go- not. A- someone Google it, please. Exactly. And call us. <laughs> Rachel, can you Google that real quick? Why do they call a Roth IRA a Roth? <laughs> It's yeah, a Roth IRA. I, I think. We'll ask our producer. The Roth IRA was introduced as part of the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997 mm-hmm. and is named for Senator William Roth. There we go. So thank, you. Right. thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. I'm just, it was, Rachel, you're fast. Thank you. And you know what? It's one of those things where I'm like, don't need to know. Just curious. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just no, like, no bearing on my life right now. <laughs> but, just a fun fact. Right. You're going to get that in trivia next time now. Right. See now. Thank you. So well done, everyone out there. You yes. say, hey, it's named after a senator so um and it's, imagine that that this is your legacy mm-hmm. that you're like you're in charge you're like you're the one that we are remembered from iras yeah so, <laughs> for, the, for the roth ira that's better than a statue i think i'd rather well, be probably, named after yeah. a thing that's, like this uh, there's more of a legacy it's a household your your name yeah, is a household, household name term now right yes. everyone a lot of people well kids done. everyone talking about the roth ira <laughs> well done so. so well done. And we are encouraging people to open one if they haven't. Because I For feel most like, people, yeah, yeah, I would say in most cases, yeah. I would agree with that. And this is it one of the few things. your taxes. Right. And this is one of the few things that I feel like when we talk about it, it's almost everyone this applies to in some shape or form. Right. And there's some things that we talk about on the Financial Health and Wealth Show, Cassandra, where we're like, okay, only this person needs right. this. This only- segment, this segment. Right. This does have a broad span of, of who almost it everyone would apply to right of almost everyone right. and and so let's talk about the limits yes how much can you contribute because um if you can maximize this if it makes sense for you it is fantastic mm-hmm. so i i have people that try to do this every year right that are on their course to be able to maximize it every year and that's phenomenal mm-hmm. so if you are under 50 you yes. can put in 6000 a year. Right. We're in that funky window, right, mm-hmm. of being able to contribute still for 2021. Okay. And you could contribute for 2022. So you're in that overlapping period of time where you could do double right now. You could do 12000 in one fell swoop if you haven't for last year and you haven't any for this year. Just put it in there yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Now, when I talk about the contribution limits, that is a total between a Roth and an IRA. So if you're contributing to an IRA and you've already done 6,000 and you're under 50, you couldn't do any for the Roth. Okay. Or if you've done, let's say, 3,000 into an IRA, you could do 3,000 into a Roth. But you still have that total of 6,000 between those two things. So just know that. Um, and if you're over 50, if you're 50 or older, yes. you're able to do an extra thousand. Okay. So you could do a total of 7,000 then for both last year, this year, or whatever it is that you turned 50. And then after that, you're able to add that extra thousand. And then how does that manifest when I'm doing my taxes? Like so what, for a Roth, what document would I need? If we, okay, so Roth, it, it doesn't, doesn't, right? Because you're okay. not deducting anything. In fact, they don't even... They don't even send documents on it, I think, until after the tax filing, because you have up until the very end that tax filing day. Right. So to add to add to it. So if you. um, okay, so I guess what I'm trying to figure out is for me, I'm like, okay, I feel like I have extra money than I thought I was going to spend or I did. And I'm about to file my taxes. When I put that in, do I need to tell them or does it get told any place or, or how does what a, is there another step other than I just put it into my IRA, my Roth IRA? And my que- my question is confusing me. So never mind. Let me try and back up and say this. Yeah. Right. So we still have time, you said, to put it in for our 2021 taxes before we file them. Correct. Well, before the deadline, before the, okay. for the tax deadline. Okay. So you may have filed your taxes already and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, unless you're putting it into an IRA, then that would impact last year because that's a deduction. Okay. All right. So you can talk to your tax person. Yes. I don't believe you would need to do anything. Okay. But you could ask your tax person. All so right. you could verify that. But if it's going into a Roth, it doesn't have a bearing, like I said, on on a deduction in any way. And that was the only reason why I asked that question is that we encourage that. And I know that this is something that you have mentioned and I hear um, uh, in lots of ads and things every year as we are approaching mm-hmm. our, that tax deadline that you can still put the money in. Yep. I just wondered why it's really just because you have that limit that you can do every year. Yep. So you want to make sure that you get, right. if you are able to get to that right. limit, go ahead and do the limit. Right. Is what you're saying. Sometimes people all of a sudden either they have an inheritance mm-hmm. or they realize they have more in their savings than they needed or maybe they got an extra amount back from their taxes or right. whatever the case is so sometimes all of a sudden people realize i could do this or maybe i could even do two thousand and right. do a roth or mm-hmm. whatever amount and put that money to work for you in this Correct. particular product right and okay. do it for last year mm-hmm. so because that still then gives you this until year. filing of 2023 for your 2022 contribution gotcha the tax filing so it gives you a whole Another year for your 2022, a year from basically around now. And now that we're articulating this, then it also makes sense for me if you're saying, okay, as we moved into 2022, a lot of us are having, you know, so far a more lucrative financial year than we did sure. for last a of, year. Right, a lot of things right. are picking up. Right. So if things are picking up for you right now, you can still go, well, I'll put this in there for last year because yes. I didn't have the opportunity right. to do it before because we were still going, what's going on in the world? Right. Fair enough. Okay, yep. I get it it now Mm -hmm. and for a lot of people my recommendation is dollar cost average yes and we've talked dca yes we've talked about that Mm -hmm. uh because because you're gonna right now the markets have been we've all seen right the up and down the up and down the volatility that is a benefit to you if you're getting it when it's down and you have some time right because then you have time for it to come back up again which 
historically it does, mm-hmm. right? There's not a guarantee in the future, but historically we've seen the overall long-term trend of the market be up. Right. So if you're catching it when it dips, that's getting it on sale. Yes. We talk about that. And that's the, that's great because then you can get that much better of a return on your dollars as they go in because then you get it on sale, then it picks back up again eventually. Right. Then you have more in there than if you would have bought it when it's high. Right. So so dollar cost averaging. Now, if you're dollar cost averaging a $6,000 a year amount, that's mm-hmm. about 500 a month. So if you can do that, that's fantastic. Right. And if you can't, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But some people say, gosh, I could do that. Or I could, like you said, right. how many of us go through and realize there's subscriptions or things that we yes. have ongoing that we forget about? All of a sudden we free up two or $300. Yes. So sometimes by just making some adjustments, some really small minor adjustments, we could at least do something. Right. You know, and at least you're putting it in there. And then also, like, what I try to, to do as well, based upon your recommendation, is go back through every once in a while and go, all right, if you were making this particular contribution on a regular basis, when do you feel comfortable going, ah, just increase it? Right. You know, a little bit. Even right. if you just go, okay, I was doing $30, now I'm going to increase it to 50 because right. I'm feeling a little more comfortable. I've gotten used to it. Yeah. Maybe I can find that extra $20 a month to put mm-hmm. in there and have it start to, to, to yeah, grow a little faster. absolutely. Every little bit helps. If right. you're doing 50 then you start doing 75 If mm-hmm. you're doing 300 maybe you do 400 right? right? When you just do those increments. increases, mm-hmm. most of the time people say they don't notice it. They don't even notice it. Right, right. So Now, the way that... Okay, so I'm uh, back to the Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. So we can... Put this funds in and and you're saying just leave it there at least until 59 and a half. This is that number. Right. And that's for most retirement type plans. There's a 59 and a half threshold where you want to cross that threshold to avoid IRS penalties and so forth. Okay. And so and it's the same with the Roth. Now, the Roth does have more flexibility. I talk about this, but I also discourage you to use it unless it's really critical. Right. Okay. So you can take out your principal, meaning if you've put in let's say 5000 a year for the last 5 years and you've put in 25000 and it grew to 30000 you hypothetically you have access to that 25 your contributions right so they call that the basis you have access to that before 59 and a half again we like to help people set up other accounts so that that's not the first place you go to right because we want that to be for your retirement and we want it to be there for you for your retirement when we're talking about these different buckets that we've mm-hmm. mentioned before um I, and i you know back before i was talking to you i can mm-hmm. i'm there's been a time where i took all the money out of my roth and yep. to do something with when we're talking about those midterm accounts is it does it look like a good idea to take it out of your roth because you historically may get more um return on that money or something so maybe that pot's grown faster or how does it compare to the other accounts that we're setting up for people and that's a good question so some people will ask me well what kind of return can i get in my roth right and that's so that's like saying well how fast can this white car go okay fair enough so it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the roth as far as what kind of return you will get it's it has to do with what investments are in the roth okay the roth all the roth means is basically it, it, it's the tax guidelines of that investment. Okay. So it's that 59 and a half. It's that you can take it out without taxes of the basis that you put in. It's it's all those different stipulations. It's that you can put in up to 6,000, right? So right. you set up that kind of an account and you play by those tax guidelines in it. Fair enough. So it ha- so so you to your question, mm-hmm. yes, sometimes that can have some nice growth if it's in a growth 
fund or funds Mm -hmm. or investment inside of the Roth. Right. And so that's why if it's meant for long term and depending on people's time frame, it, it, it probably makes sense to have it more growth. So you can likely see some nice growth in there. Right. For some people, if they're closer to retirement, though, a Roth can be set up in something more conservative. Or if people just are comfortable with something that's not going to fluctuate as much, then we set them up with something that has less fluctuations. Right. It can a lot of times have less growth, mm-hmm. but it can have less fluctuations. And the stability yeah. is, is, and is so, very key for some, right. a lot of people. All and right. then to answer your question, the midterm accounts, typically they're meant to be used in, let's say, three, five, seven, however many years, but shorter than retirement for most people. So those do tend to be more in balance to conservative things that may not get as much return, but you also don't want it to because you don't want as much fluctuation. Right. Because you want to be able to tap into it. Right. And you want those funds to be there when you do need to tap into them. So so on the Roth, yep. So that's that's why we talk about that. Now, some people will say, well, I can't contribute to the Roth because, well, thank God we make more money than we than we can. So right. there's, you know, pros and cons. Yes, you probably still can. Okay. So there are ways to still contribute to a Roth if your income, either single or joint, is above those contribution limits. So why don't we go ahead and go to our break and we come back in our final segment we can talk about that in full. Yes. If you have any questions, you can be part of the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Just call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friend Cassandra Brazier from Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast so you can share this with anyone you care about. Or if you just need to listen to it again at your leisure, go ahead and find us at MyTalk1071.com. Look for the keyword health and wealth. Here mm-hmm. with us from Clear Step Financial, Ms. Cassandra Brazier, we've been talking about Roth IRAs. We yeah. even had in the little trivia fact of why it is called a Roth. <laughs> That's right. Right. So thank Thanks, you to Rachel. our producer, Rachel. Rachel, for looking that up for us. We appreciate it. <laughs> so, all right. So we are now talking about... Um, let's say that you have been very fortunate, the God, God, universe and the spirits, wherever you <laughs> fall in line on that spectrum, you're doing well enough that you're going, OK, we make too much right. to, uh, to go ahead and put into a Roth. And you're like, no, there's some other options out there. There are there. Um, there it's called what, what we call it. It's not an official term, but it's called a backdoor Roth. Right. And so there are a few extra steps that you need to take. Mm-hmm. You have to set up uh, an IRA account. You have to make a non-deductible contribution to it. So again, what we talked about earlier in those tax buckets, normally if you contribute to an IRA, it's a deduction. Mm-hmm. Well, again, if your income limit is is above a certain threshold, then you can't deduct that. Right. Or they or people will say sometimes they say you can't make a contribution. You can make a contribution, but you can't deduct that contribution. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you you can get it into an IRA. Right. And then what you can do is you can convert it. It's called converting. So it has to go into an IRA first. That's you don't deduct that amount. Right. Then you can convert it into a Roth, which means that it's then in a Roth IRA. Yes. So there are mm-hmm. ways you don't get a deduction on it. Right. Right. Which, in an IRA, which you don't when you contribute to a Roth anyway. Right. So there are ways to do it. There's a few extra steps, but I have many, many clients that we do this. This right. is what we do. We help them still get money into the Roth. There's still ways to do it. Because again, um, we're trying to get these primary buckets like that to have the maximum amount of funds right. in them that works within the guidelines, right? Correct. Now, again, uh, many people have a Roth 401k option. Yes. So that may also be an option for you. And that doesn't have the income guidelines. And you're able to put in up to what you can put in into your 401k. Okay. So where a regular IRA or Roth IRA has that 6000 and when you're under 50 or 7000 when you're 50 or over contribution limit, 
a 401k has a totally different contribution limit there. Right. It's at 20,500. If you're under 50, when you're over 50, then the contribution limit total is 27,000. Okay. So some people, and I know we were talking to Lisa, some people feel like they haven't done enough, right? right. Or you're, you're, you spent so much time and energy raising kids or doing other, or helping other people, or maybe mm-hmm. it was your parents or right. whatever it was, or maybe you just were bouncing around at different jobs and now you're making a good income, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe this is your time to catch up. Right. And so that's why they do allow those catch up. They call them catch up contributions once Mm -hmm. you hit 50. And so I have many, many people, too, that try and put the maximum they can into their 401k. Um, And if you're able to do that, fantastic. For some people, that makes the most sense. Yes. For some people, they might put a portion or all of their contributions into their Roth 401k. So that's an option, too. And so we look at all those different things. We look at what do your funds look like inside of that plan. And then we look outside and you could do a Roth outside of it as well if you have additional funds to be able to work with. So there's so many different strategies and ways. And it really just it depends for each person on what your options are, what your situation looks like, when you want to retire, how much you have for retirement, how much you want to be able to live on in retirement. So there's all these different variables. And I know like we had a caller last week, Kim, call in and Mm -hmm. say, where should I be putting this money? Right. Well, it just depends on what your picture looks like. But there's all these different things we'll look at and then we can help allocate it once we know what that picture looks like. One of the things, and, and hopefully everyone who's listening right now, we are demystifying things, not confusing them more. And so what I... What I really want to get to right now is is one of the key things that you just said is that you have options mm-hmm. and sometimes you feel like it's too it's it, like there's too many weeds for me to navigate in this pond. So I'm just going to stay out of the pond. Mm. And instead you go, no, I have options. Yep. And then you just need somebody to sit there and right. articulate to you what your options are. Like, that's the thing that I'm yep. so what I find fun about fun about this, like I don't like uncertainty either. I don't like throwing my money and worrying about whether it's going to work or not. But I do like the options that mm-hmm. you provide and that right. you can go, here's these things you can do. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about certain things like a whole different con- conversation about required minimum distributions and, and getting to the point where you are funded so well in your personal life that you can't go into a normal Roth, right? That's what we get excited about helping mm-hmm. people do is go. Oh, no, you. Yeah. We want to get you to the point that you right. could do this because, hey, I drive around um, a lot and I look at you know and and I also host the Red Hot Real Estate Show and I look around. I'm like, I look at all these big houses and all this stuff. I'm like, clearly, we are supposed to be in a position of abundance somehow mm-hmm. because otherwise, all this stuff wouldn't exist. So, how yeah. can we help people get to that position? Right. And and it's just utilizing your options sometimes where I'm like, Oh wait, no, I am making more money here because of this other move. And then there's people out there that, like you said, they've gotten to that point where they, all of a sudden they wake up one day and they realize, Praise God, we're doing really well. But exactly. now what do we do? Right. We have questions. We have all these questions. Right. So. Well, speaking of questions, we're going to go ahead and get to Kathy before we wrap up today. Kathy, thank you very much for calling the Financial Health and Wealth Show. What's your question for Cassandra? Okay. Um, when I turn 66.4, um, <laughs> I'm going to still be working and I will work till I'm 70. But at that point, because I'm widowed, I can collect uh, my husband's Social Security in addition to working. So I'm going to take, you know, obviously the 7000 and put it in a Roth. But what would you suggest you do with the rest of it? Ah, okay. Oh, that's a really good question, mm-hmm. Kathy. Mm-hmm. So there's a few different things I would look at. And if you're still working, one option might be that you add more to your 401k of your income. 
because you could, mm-hmm. if you're in your 60s, you could put up to 27,000 in there. So depending on how much you might need, if, if it would help to have more saved for retirement, um, that would be an option. If I would say if you don't have any kind of liquid funds, you could set up some kind of an individual account and possibly be funding that to a degree just so you had some liquid funds available for retirement. Um, you could look at potentially putting some long-term care in place if that's not um, already there. I guess what I would look at is I would look at a few different variables for you and see how your situation is with a few different areas. Some of those areas that we just talked about could be your emergency fund, looking at that. But I would assess those few different areas and then see how much would we want to put towards each of those potential areas depending on where you're already situated, how much the social security is going to be, how much you need to live on, is the house paid off, right? So those are the things I would look at. But if if your house isn't paid off yet, maybe it's adding some extra towards that as well because it's really nice to be able to go into retirement without a house you know, payment, without a mortgage and so forth. Um, those mm-hmm. are some of the things I would look at, but I'm happy to, to look at your situation and give you some real specifics on that. You can always, you can leave your information with Rachel and I'll get back to you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling, Kathy. Well, this has Mm -hmm. been a really fun show on something that I know could be very complicated. So we're so glad everybody's contacting us. So let's remind them again how to contact you throughout the week. ClearStepFinancial.com is the easiest way you can contact us on on our website. Our phone number, 651-600-0855. It's another easy way to contact us. Um, But again, we do those virtual appointments in person for people, whichever one. My mom, we're both available, right? Um, Tell them you're a MyTalker. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, yeah. yeah, We love the MyTalkers. They're so Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. We really do enjoy it. So... Um, it, it's it's fantastic. And then I know next week is Easter. Mm-hmm. We won't be on live, but um, but then the following week, we're going to go through and do a great kind of basics. So if you're just trying to get things in order uh, or re-get things in order, it'll be a great kind of going through the seven steps that we talk about and doing a deep dive into that. All right. So we will see everybody in a couple of weeks. Stay safe, stay healthy, everybody. And always go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword financial health and wealth or clearstepfinancial.com. So everybody enjoy your week and we up we gotta now we have to like talk amongst ourselves for like a couple of seconds because is that okay with you oh yeah we'll just do this all right we can do this okay i think the music can play now it's all right that's fine all right we'll see everybody later bye peace